Hello, everyone. You're listening to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for your patience during my absence last week. I actually succumbed to being human and came down with a with a flu thing and went to bed for two days. So I just put the brakes on all my work and uh, looked after myself, which is really what you should do. So if you're one of those people who actually tries to push through, who, you know, goes to work, even though you're sick, I know I used to do it, uh, take it from me, okay? If I've learned anything from my health battles over the decades uh, is that you're doing yourself no favours when you try and push through something. Just stop listen to your body and take the time off. Okay, today I want to look at a number of things, I guess, current affairs um, and try and get some, put some perspective around things. Um, some, uh, I guess, events that I've noticed occurring um, that have, uh, I wouldn't say they've triggered me, but they've um, kind of confirmed to me just what a, uh, a period of time of madness that we've been through. I've always said that what I saw playing out in the United States with the um, former President Trump and the way people seemingly lost their minds, hopped on the Trump train, um, overturned these norms. Uh, some would say a shake-up is good. Yes, a shake-up is good, but this went far, far, far beyond that and ended up with a um, an attempt to overturn a, a democratic election in the world's um, powerhouse uh, bastion of democracy, the United States. Um, but in looking at all the events over a number of years, uh, this was this 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 travesty, this this period of um, learning. I'll just say learning uh, was always going to happen. It was time. It was time for that shakeup. Uh, and isn't it unfortunate that the wrong choices uh, were made around the wrong candidate to do that? And in fact what was delivered was absolutely the opposite of what was promised. Um, and that's the nature of the con, uh, the con, isn't it? That's the nature of the con man, uh, the confidence man, as um, as Trump has been called. It's, uh, it's about coming in and saying all the right things, um, but what is underneath is something far, far different. I was... Um, I guess caught by a news report this week around uh, Trump, the former President Trump was arraigned in Miami and Florida on uh, a number of very, very serious charges to do with um, concealing, lying, um, taking um, top secret classified documents. Um, and some would say, well, they're his. No, they're not his. Some of those documents, um, just as an, an example, why would I care? I'm here in Australia, were to do with the Five Eyes Intelligence Program Pact between the US, Australia, UK, New Zealand and Canada. The One of the main headqu headquarters for uh, Five Eyes, which gathers intelligence around the world, um, on uh, bad actors, foreign actors, adversaries that would, you know, literally invade a sovereign country at the drop of a hat and then call it a special military operation and then kill and destroy and murder 
innocent civilians, um, blow up hospitals, that kind of person. We gather up um, we gather up those intelligence, uh, and one of the main headquarters for Five Eyes is in Pine Gap in Australia. So not only did you have um, US nuclear secrets that he took uh, that were stored in a bathroom, in a toilet, in a shower, on a stage, uh, in a storeroom, boxes overturned, um, classified documents redacted, classified documents beeping out, um, in a country club, for goodness sake. Uh, there is no defence of this. He knew it was wrong. He's been caught on, on tape. There's plenty of audio there that says he knew they were classified. He knew he shouldn't, uh, he couldn't reclassify them because he was no longer president. Um, and uh, he also obstructed justice, was given ample opportunity to give those back. And instead he concealed and lied. Um, so there's an obstruction. It's alleged that he did all those things. Uh, so there's those charges that he did that there. Now he will be tried in a court of law uh, with a jury of his peers in Florida, in Miami, Florida, his home state, and he will either be found guilty or innocent, one of the one of the two on uh, any one of those charges. Um, so we'll allow that to play out. But anyone who feels that this is a witch hunt or politically motivated, it's just really uh, you're barking up the wrong tree. But what uh, what I noticed at that arraignment was uh, was the carnival atmosphere, the carnival atmosphere that surrounded him. He called for uh, death and destruction or destruction. Um, many of his supporters were calling for civil war. What translated in in at that courthouse was, of course, more a handful. You know, like a couple of hundred. I can't estimate the crowd size, but. It wasn't a large contingent. There were no real protests. This, this, these were people dressed in um, America's flag colours, uh, all manner of, you know, top hats, Uncle Sam hats, big oversized MAGA hats. It was like they were going to uh, the circus, to a show, to a carnival, and it was cheap and it was nasty and it was, it had nothing to do nothing to do with uh, advancement of our humanity at all unless it was to show just how far some have fallen. The other thing that struck me was, um, I don't know what they are, pastors, chaplains. I don't know that, you know, can anyone be a pastor and establish a community, of a church-like community in the US, I don't know. I guess you can in Australia as well, but there is a proliferation outside the mainstream religions of um, of, of Christian-type organisations and communities. And there was a laying of hands on this person, this person who, uh, had, you know, we've evidenced so much, withheld aid from a country that was being attacked uh, in return for blackmail. People would have been killed, um, put many, many people in jeopardy, called out to militia groups, uh, and people died as a result of that, as a result of that dog whistle, has serious allegations of um, marital disloyalty, 
having affairs outside marriage and uh, and other other allegations that are yet to be answered for was a close associate, if you like, or not associate. He was pictured many, many times with the child pedophile, the late Jeffrey Epstein. They call the former president Teflon Don. You know, in the past, these things seem to have washed over him and not affected him, but this has changed now. I've had an opportunity to look at his astrology chart, which is absolutely his solar return, which predicts conditions for the year ahead. It is horrendous for him, absolutely horrendous. This is the downfall, the complete and utter downfall we've always seen, and uh, simply he's brought it on himself. He's brought it on himself. So these people laying hands will, I guess, gradually become fewer and fewer, Um one lady at the carnival-like arraignment dressed up in, in all the colours with the Trump signs was quite surprised there wasn't more people there. What was she missing out on? She was missing out on that, on a chance to go to the circus with all the fun and the thrill and the spill and the stimulus of going to the carnival, to the circus, the rides, the euphoria, the highs. She'd missed out on that because there weren't that many people there. And when questioned why she came, she was a little bit reticent. She said, oh, well, I came to see if he was guilty or not, and um, I expected more people to be here. Okay, so why do we need this false stimulus? Why do we need to have, uh, you know, whether it's the carnival-like uh, um atmosphere of uh, of the Trump arraignment or one of his rallies or, uh, you know, the, um, the virulent attacks on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is. Why do we need this? I would call false stimulus. Why do we need that? Because it, um, it replaces the empty space in between. It replaces the uh, the space that we would normally have to to learn, to examine, to critically examine not just others but ourselves. It replaces all that. Heaven forbid that our attachments or our addictions might show up and we might, you know, have that light bulb moment where we have to change something. Heaven forbid that that would happen. No, we replace, we replace our, we fill our time with all sorts of things that that stop us learning. But not everybody does that. Not everybody does that. And so humanity marches forward and uses these, this era, the, this time that we're in as a learning experience. One of the things that uh that struck me also was the the strength of the special prosecutor Jack Smith in um, in bringing a former president to uh, to an indictment stage um, with all the dog whistling to the to the militias and to the uh, those that would be disloyal to the government to try and stop this from happening. Uh, he stared, He was in the courtroom. Special prosecutor Jack Smith headed up the investigations, brought the charges, will bring more charges, by the way. Uh, he has 
really headed Trump off at every single turn. And it's not just a question, as some might look upon it, it's not just a question of his talents and his shrewdness and his ability and his his uh, using every all of his faculties to anticipate, to head off, to strategize. It's not just all of that. It's the fact that he's strong enough, he's been strong enough to take on uh, the former president and win. No longer is Teflon Don, Teflon Don, things are starting to stick. So Smith, Jack Smith, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith, um, they, the Department of Justice plucked him out uh, of The Hague. Uh, he was a uh, looking at war crimes. You can't get much tougher when you look at war crimes. There are all sorts of obstacles bringing war criminals to justice, just as there are with trying to bring Putin to account for what he's done to Ukraine. They plucked Jack Smith from there. And so he brought with him that steely fortitude, that ability to get around the obstacles, all the while with this sideshow going on in the background, with these supposed Christian, Christian pastors laying their hands on someone who had multiple allegations of assaulting women. In fact, one was proven in a civil, civil court he was found uh, liable in a civil court for sexually assaulting a woman in a department store against her will, yet they lay their hands there. Multiple uh, times he's um, sent people broke, hasn't paid contractors. There are multiple allegations of money laundering, of mob activity. It goes on and on with Trump. Nobody can say they didn't know who he was before he became, before they voted for him, before they capitulated to him, before they sold their soul to him, before in their Christian-like glory laid their hands on this person. Nobody can say that they didn't know who he was. It's been a cheap, dangerous, nasty, vindictive era of lies and deceit and instability. And uh, our job is to learn, is to learn from what is going, what has happened, what is continuing to happen, and also long-term reform that will stabilise democracy for decades to come. That's the era we're in. And, yes, that reform will come and the stability will come as well. Now, I wanted to draw some cards around what comes next after this tawdry, dangerous era where lies, lies had currency, facts were worthless, truth was worthless, facts, truth. What is truth? Truth is built on facts, on evidence and facts. Where lies were currency, what comes next, please? What comes next? I'm pulling, uh, I'm just pulling cards. I always like to finish with a reading. The Queen of Swords, what comes next? Facts comes next. What is crossing that? Uh, abuse of power. So absolutely, absolutely this will lead to reform. This will lead to reform. You had to have the abuse for the, uh, the logic, the truth, the facts to come back into, I'm not going to say fashion, but you know what I mean. 
we have uh, a foundational um, jeopardy here. There's jeopardy in this situation. There is pe it's perilous, in other words. It's a time of choice for everybody, and everybody will be judged by the choices they've made. It was time in the past for us to look at what was actually going on in our democracies. It was time for that shake-up. And uh, like a, a sad, twisted twist <laughs> in a book, uh, the person they chose to do the shake-up was actually the devil in disguise. There's also been sacrifices along the way. For what? For the truth. For the truth to emerge. Truth based on strong foundations of fact and evidence. And it's accepted truth. It's widely accepted truth. Things are changing. Things will change. What comes next? It'll be quicker than what we think. It will be quicker than what we think. We are moving quickly now to re-establish order and to bring this cycle to a close. Because why? Because our stability has been threatened. Because our security and our ability to provide security for ourselves and our families and our children and our children's children, we fear that we've compromised that. It was an inevitability. Just like our grandfathers and our fathers and our great-grandfathers went to war at a perilous time, if we look back in the history of even World War I uh, with Archduke Ferdinand, of course, the former president was positioned in one of his speeches in front of the painting of Ferdinand responsible for World War I. Just as it was back then, it was an inevitability that we'd have to confront these dark forces and we have finished them, finished them, finished them. Look at those outcome cards, judgment and death, karmic end of a cycle and moving in, as some would say, to the age of Aquarius when Pluto, Pluto, powerful Pluto that exposes corruption, moves into Aquarius, the air sign, Aquarius, the ace of swords, the age of truth. Okay, I want to finish um, one of the things that has, you know, part of this cheap and nasty, car demeaning carnival show is the banning of books, many, many beautiful books in America. I hope I never, ever, ever see that in my own home country. I hope I never see that. I read somewhere today where libraries are one of the last places in the world where you can go and get something for free. What do you get? You get books, you get knowledge, you get learning. Now, this book was a gift from my sister on my birthday. It was is by Elizabeth Strout. It's Lucy by the Sea. She covers the period of the pandemic. We haven't really unpacked that pandemic yet, have we? She's leaving the city. She's a middle-aged woman. As we drove out of the city, I looked at the daffodils that were out by the side of my building and the trees blossoming near Gracie Mansion. The sun was streaming down with a gentle warmth 
and people were walking along the sidewalk and I thought, oh, what a beautiful world, what a beautiful city. As she drove on and left the city to avoid the plague, the paragraph reads, what is strange as I look back is how I simply did not know what was happening. Books, writing, wisdom, learning, communicating. It's how we get to the truth. All right, thanks for tuning in to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. I'll be back again soon, weekly, fortnightly. I'll be back again soon with another reading. Thank you.